0: say anything else i want to say no matter what you've done you deserve respect even if you make mistakes you're lovable and it doesn't matter your look skills or age or size or anything you're worthwhile no one could ever take that away from you
1: hey juicers i'm brooke and i'm Alyssa, and this is for god's sake don't drink the jones juice so um welcome back guys
2: to episode five (laughs)
1: welcome thanks for listening Today,
2: um, if you haven't noticed, we have a special guest, Kai, (laughs) the hatchet-wielding hitchhiker. So,
1: Kai, where are you from?
0: Well, went straight out of Dogtown, skateboarding, surfing it up.
1: (laughs) just kidding.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is our poor attempt at acting. Just so you guys know, we suck but we are well I am doing uh the hatchet wielding hitchhiker if you guys haven't seen this interview with Kai um I'm I'm gonna try I think I I think I can put a link in the uh, (laughs) the description of the video if not it'll definitely be on our Facebook or our, our uh Facebook page but you have to watch it because it's you have to watch it to understand i'm gonna link that video and then somebody some beautiful beautiful soul out there (laughs) made a remix of the interview and it's just fantastic yes it's one of the most beautiful things i've ever heard in my life so (laughs) i'm really excited to do this story (laughs) I'm excited too, so throughout this story, I'm gonna be inserting clips because nobody can describe this as good as Kai can exactly. There's no way I could ever do it. yeah, I don't have that valley girl surfer accent like he does,
1: yeah it adds some spice to the episode, oh, too.
2: some razzle dazzle. <laughs> give it the old razzle dazzle. <laughs>
1: What, okay. what was that? Give him the old okie-dokie? No. What, was that what it was? <laughs> <I can't. laughs> Wasn't it though? Yes. The old okie-dokie. Give the old okie-dokie. <laughs> oh, man.
2: I love that. <sighs> Scotty commented that on everything for a while there.
1: Okie-dokie. Is it? I don't think that's it. Is it. Yeah, it, yeah, it okie-dokie? is okie-dokie, Yeah, okay. for sure. Okay. The old
2: okie-dokie. <laughs> okay so (laughs) my story with kai begins um on february 2nd 2013 a news station released an interview of a hitchhiker named kai uh this interview became very popular with people like you and i and Mm -hmm. even people who are not really even interested in true crime, mm-hmm. just because it was so hilarious. This dude is a star. He, Absolutely, he's a rock
1: star. <laughs> he is great. Like you can't help but love Kai. Yes, I mean yes. honestly.
2: Uh, so Kai's real name is Caleb Lawrence McGil- McGilvery, um, and he was originally from Canada, even though he says he is from West Virginia in the interview,
1: but. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Kai's confused. (laughs) I think Kai's done a lot of drugs. I think so, too.
2: (laughs) But, yeah, he's... And you could tell he's from Canada by the way he speaks. And you'll you'll see in some of the clips that I'm going to post or add in. Um, But by hitchhiking, he found his way to Fresno, California, which is where this story takes place. So, Kai... Good old Golden Kai. Oh, shit. I just scrolled down way too far. Okay. Kai was picked up by a man named Jet Simmons McBride. And I think it's imperative that I tell you that he weighs 300 pounds because in the interview, Kai really accentuated the fact that this
1: man weighed 300 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so Kai's hitchhiking gets a ride by Jet. Is that what she said his name was?
2: Yeah, Jet. Simmons McBride, okay. who weighed 300 pounds. it's <laughs> <is> very important.
1: <laughs>
2: While mm. driving down the road, McBride told Kai about how he was once on a business trip to the Virgin Islands and raped a 14-year-old girl. Oof. Yes. Um, he then proceeds to cry. He just starts sobbing, and then he gives Kai a hug, and Kai is just kind of like, what the fuck, dude? and And this
1: dude's driving
2: yeah and gives kai a hug so weird uh but he thought that mcbride was like fucked up on drugs or something and didn't really take what he was saying seriously like he kind of just thought that he was just talking out of his ass or whatever right uh (laughs) so then mcbride said you know what I've come to realize I'm Jesus Christ and I can do anything I fucking want to and watch this. And then he smashed his car into a pedestrian and pinned him against a truck. Oh
1: my God. (laughs) So Kai's like, shit just got real.
2: Kai's like, this is not the ride that I fucking wanted to take. So Kai grabbed McBride's key so that he couldn't cause any more harm with his car to the bystanders. But... um as soon as kai hops out of the car good old mcbride whom which kai refers to as buddy (laughs) um mcbride tries to get out of the car uh but two women run up to help him out of the car um, and he ended up grabbing one of the women and then here is a clip of kai kind of talking about that
0: Buddy gets out and these two women are trying to help him, he runs up and he grabs one of them, man. Like a guy that big can snap a woman's neck like a pencil stick. So I fucking ran up behind him with a hatchet, smash, smash, smash.
2: Um, so he smashes this dude. In the fucking skull with a hatchet. In the fucking skull? <laughs> he, you know, smashes it wide open.
1: And, um, it Ka- di- let me just ask the question. Okay. This hatchet Kai had on his person or <laughs> was found elsewhere? I don't know. Like, where did this hatchet come from? First of all, <laughs> if I pick up a dude hitchhiking and he has a fucking hatchet, I'm going to be a bit alarmed. <laughs> Me too. So where did the hatchet come from? I have, no I have idea. questions.
2: I guess so he really does talk about a bag that he's carrying around. Okay. So I guess maybe it was in the bag. Just carrying around a hatchet probably for you know reasons just like this for self-protection yeah. because we as we learned with uh, Mary Vincent in episode 4, hitchhiking is very dangerous, right? So <clears throat> That didn't kill McBride. Oh. Yeah, no. Um and here's a quote from Kai. He said, I cleaved his motherfucking head wide open with a hatchet. He stood up like he was pulled right up, right and like fucking I'm like, I'm like, bro, <laughs> if you're fucking Jesus Christ, <laughs> I'll be the antichrist man. Like fuck that shit. And he starts following me off. And then he starts fol- following me off this way, so I figure I'll lure him right away from the crowd. So I'm running off this way. I got a hatchet in one hand, a motherfucking um this bag I'm carrying <laughs> over with another hand. I start running off that way, and so uh, a couple of the people who was bystanding, who was bystanders, to it came over and told me to stop. And I was like, "Why stop?" And he was like, the cops are already on their way. I was like, is he back up and doing anything? And somebody said that he was masturbating in front of this school.
1: So he's got his head split open and he's jerking in front of a school. Yes. What the hell?
2: This dude is obviously on some fucking crack. (laughs) Or worse. Who knows? (laughs) could you imagine witnessing this dude poor kai i really feel so bad for him i
1: know he's been through a lot like this dude's just
2: trying to get somewhere and he's hitchhiking there and then this dude's telling him about raping a girl as soon as kai gets in the car that's like one of the first conversations they have and then he proclaims himself to be jesus christ and then smashes into a pedestrian pins him against the truck and then Gets his head smashed open by Kai, the hatchet wielding hitchhiker. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> um, so now I'm inserting a clip of Kai talking about uh, like when the police get there.
0: I was questioned. I was, I was put into the back of the uh, sheriff's wagon. It wasn't the policies the fucking pulled I over? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I got put in the back of the uh, sheriff's wagon the sheriff was like what happened here took down a statement i told him everything i just told you and fucking um let me on out said i couldn't grab all this stuff until uh i i had had finished like they had finished with something you know what i mean and like brought me back on over here so i could be in front of this thing like this fucking car right here it was fucking gnarly man holy shit it was like the biggest wave i've ever ridden in my life
2: yeah so uh (laughs) As you can see from the way that he says police, he says policy, which always cracks me up. He said
1: that in the interview? (laughs) Policy. The policy. What the
2: hell? And he calls it the sheriff's wagon, which I think is just so hilarious. Like, Kai, be my friend. Just kidding.
1: (laughs) I don't know you. (laughs) Sheriff's wagon. that's so, it called, like the paddy wagon.
2: The paddy wagon? I've never heard that. Just But the sheriff's wagon. That's <laughs> f- so funny to me. So, um, the guy who is interviewing Kai, uh, please, 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 please do not get mad at me if I pronounce his name wrong because I really don't know. But his name is something like Jessab Rysbeck from kmbh whatever that is um (laughs) he asked kai if he would do what he did again to save those people and kai says that if he would if he could go back he would have dabbed the man up after confessing raping a girl in the virgin islands
1: so he would have killed him like way before you
2: oh yeah yeah yeah, because I guess, you know, when the man's, you know, saying, yeah, I raped a 14-year-old girl on the Virgin Islands, Kai's just thinking this dude is...
1: On drugs. Yeah. He like, said that I'm he in was... in the Twilight Zone right now.
2: Yeah. He described him as fuckered.
1: Fuckered. <laughs> fuckered. He was fuckered, <laughs> he man. He was
2: fuckered. Yeah, so I guess he was, you know, he was just sitting there thinking this dude wasn't being serious, but then you know after he does the mm-hmm. horrible wild crazy thing he does you know kai wanted to go back and i guess kill him before it, you know it could start and just for raping a girl in the virgin islands mm-hmm.
1: all right so let's give kind of for people listening that haven't ever seen kai like kind of a visual representation of like what kai looks like <laughs> so they can have this in their head yeah, so think of a homeless surfer <laughs> Basically. (laughs) Like a goofy homeless surfer. Yes, goofy is the word. Brown hair, bandana on. Giant backpack. Yeah. Looks homeless, but looks like he should also be surfing. And he talks like a surfer, dude. Yeah. (laughs) As you guys can tell from the clips, but... You'll have to look him up. We'll post pics, like we said.
2: Yeah, please, please look at them, because this dude is... A national treasure <laughs> i think personally he's a hero man yeah i mean seriously i mean a lot a lot of people a lot of people could be dead if kai wouldn't have you know smashed this dude in the head with a hatchet yeah <laughs> thank god he had a hatchet uh-huh. so unfortunately for our heroic brave hitchhiker uh kai is currently being charged for murdering a lawyer named joseph galfi in new jersey the same year a second time yeah it I, i really think it was like like two months later he was charged with murder and so what happened was is um wait february it was three months later in may of 2013 um Kai was arrested on murder charges for the death of Joseph Galfi. Um Kai maintained he fought against Galfi in self-defense because he claimed that Galfi attempted to
1: rape him after offering Kai a place to stay for the night. So this was another hitchhike situation.
2: Yes, okay. literally 3 months later. Okay. And um The police claimed the sexual encounter was consensual and the murder was premeditated. Uh, However, Kai said that after the viral video in California, he had no need to have sex with men like Alfie, who Kai described as unattractive, and he said do you know how many hot chicks never mind even if i was gay do you know how many hot guys wanted to fuck me after that shit in california i'm not even being vain it's just a fact like no offense but he was not a looker and he was old yeah he was like in his 70s yeah um but my whole take on it is that um i feel like a a rich lawyer like Galfi mm-hmm. picking up a hitchhiker and bringing him to his nice home. Yeah. That's suspicious to me.
1: Absolutely. Like why would a well-respected, you know, man, you know. A
2: well-respected wealthy man yeah. who is obviously a distinguished man because exactly. he's a lawyer why would he
1: dirty homeless guy to his apartment exactly
2: see that just i think is so weird absolutely there's i personally believe kai is innocent Mm -hmm. well i he definitely did murder him yeah definitely did murder and that is a fact but i do think it was self-defense he was a victim and he did what he had to do to escape yeah so um after the murder charges um Kai's uh, hitchhiking uh, hatchet-wielding video uh, increased substantially um, with, like, views. Mm -hmm. People were, I guess, people who hadn't heard of him, but heard of him because of Galfie's murder, Mm -hmm. started watching the video or whatever. Uh, Fans of the video who thought Kai was a hero for saving the woman... Um, they raised a legal fund to help Kai out. Cool. Uh, but Kai was imprisoned for over five years, awaiting trial, which began April first, twenty nineteen. Kai took the stand in his own defense and Ooh, mistake. What? <laughs> Him taking the yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no way. I, I love you, Kai, but you're also just not well-spoken. <laughs> Honestly, probably the way he talks is why the, the jury found him guilty.
1: Yeah. Yeah, sadly.
2: Because if you guys haven't realized from the quotes I've read, they, they don't make any sense. He They're doesn't, so jumbled up.
1: He's not the most well-educated.
2: Right. Or if he is, he definitely doesn't show it. No. Uh, so... uh He ended up becoming very combative during the cross-examination, which made him outburst during his defense lawyer's closing arguments, which almost led to him uh, or led to his expulsion from the courtroom. Wow. And I tried to find out what he said, but I couldn't find it anywhere. And I really did try to look for this.
1: I'm not surprised by that. Like, he definitely seems like someone that would be like, no, fuck y'all. Like, this happened. Like, yeah. you know.
2: Yeah. Definitely going in. Stop the, with your bullshit. The like,
1: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he would call them all out. You know what I oh, mean? Oh,
2: for sure. Definitely. So. 100%. So, um, a jury found him guilty of first degree murder and he was sentenced to 57 years in prison. Aww. he will serve 85% of that term before the possibility of parole. Um, and the judge told Kai, when you become eligible for parole, you will still be younger than Mr. Galphy was when you murdered him, who was 73 at the time.
1: Oh, wow.
2: So our brave hero is in prison for 57
1: years. Well, probably 56 now because it's tw- 2020, but... For murdering who he claims. I mean, and all actuality, we don't know what happened there. Mm-mm. Nobody knows what happened there. You know what I mean? But yeah. again, like Kai said, like, why him? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, he could probably have anybody he wanted. Yep. You know? So if Mr. Galfi raped him, then Kai should have murdered him. It, I 100% agree. You know? Yeah. And I hate that if that's how it went down
2: yeah and then another part of me kind of uh i mean just the way kai's present presences, presence mm-hmm. is you know you can kind of tell someone's spirit, yeah like how they are he seems like a very innocent dude i completely agree but in that interview he does talk about smashing another dude in the head <laughs> In an orchard somewhere.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe he's just like come into contact with like a lot of shit. I mean, as a hitchhiker, he's been I'm around. Sure yeah. You know? Okay, so let me backtrack a little bit. I had a question. Okay, okay. so Kai smashes Jet's head in with a hatchet, uh-huh. but then the dude is masturbating by a school with his head smashed open, correct? Right. So did he die on the scene or did he die later? do we know well or did he die at all he in the interview he said
2: something like uh and that guy's or and that dude's dead Okay. so i assume he did die okay probably i mean who knows maybe you know after being smashed in the head with a Fucking hatchet, yeah. A bunch of times. I mean, he could have been masturbating because he's in, not in the right state of oh, mind, yeah. Who knows? Right, and then probably bled out because you know your head bleeds immensely when Ugh, you have a head
1: wound. That's terrifying. Uh, fuck him no i'm saying like just like i'm imagining a guy standing outside a school masturbating with his head split open oh yeah i like, imagine writing up <laughs> what the hell
2: i hope imagine being <laughs> in the school and looking out the window you're like you're taking a test and you're like so bored and you're oh like oh my god oh, i wish something cool would happen and you look out the window and there's a 300 pound mm-hmm. man with his head split open just masturbating in front of gross. the gross gross I hope they have trauma counselors for... I know. Anybody, honestly, anybody who witnessed that because... Yeah. And, you know, those guys who were pinned up against the uh, the truck, mm-hmm. uh, in the interview, Kai talks about how, you know, if you were to pull the car off from those people who were pinned, yeah. they would bleed out yeah. because, you know, they're, they're yeah. sm- their body smashed in there. And the the car being up against their body is what's keeping them from bleeding out, which mm-hmm. is a horrifying thought. Mm-hmm. Did they die? i have no idea it didn't say wow oh i know kai's the hero here but they really probably should have specified more on yeah. the actual victims you exactly. know exactly i don't know i don't know well i wish i could add the song into this but i'm sure i can't why probably just copyright or oh, whatever yeah Because it's a great song. I wish that could be our closing. (laughs) It's (laughs) so good. Smash, smash, smash. (laughs) (laughs) Smash. I love it. Um, I know that was a pretty short case, but
1: I just, I don't know. I just really wanted to cover Kai. Yeah. The National Treasure. It's a good one. It's a good one. I agree. The next one I'm going to do is pretty unpleasant and depressing. So at least we have kind of a, uh, I don't
2: know. We start off on a light note and then just slowly End get into depression. But I, I mean, I will say that even though Kai is hilarious and we we've been laughing a lot. I mean, what happened was really tragic. Honestly, it really is really yeah. dark
1: for sure. I mean, yeah, for several people. Yeah. So for multiple reasons too. Absolutely.
0: I was hitchhiking. I was well. Good thing I was hitchhiking. Yeah. People say don't hitchhike. Well, this is what happens. It was yeah. Well, at least I was here.
1: All right, guys, so my story tonight is about Abby A. Bear and Olivia Smith, and I hope I'm saying A. Bear right. Um, it, this last name is not, it doesn't sound like it's spelled at all, so I kind of had to do some research, so I hope I'm saying that right, um, but her name was Abby K. A. Bear, and it's H-E-B-E-R-T. Hebert. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was going to say Hebert. So yeah. I'm, I'm really glad that I, you know, looked at some some news clips to find out how Figure to say it. Out, it yeah. I would have felt like a real idiot saying her name wrong. <laughs> no,
2: nope, but everybody else probably I mean, wouldn't know. Hebert. Either. I mean, it looks like Hebert. I've just based off the names. I've never, I don't think I've heard mm-hmm. of this.
1: So this is a local case. And this is just, I don't know, three, four years ago. Hmm. So, Okay. Abby K. Abair was 17 years old and she lived in Ackworth, Georgia. Mm. Um, Abby was born to parents Stevie Stevie. Steve and <laughs> Debbie. I like to call these people the wrong names. Steve and Debbie, and she was born in Hammond, Louisiana on July 23rd, 1998. Um, Abby's parents didn't stay very long, stay together very long after she was born. But her dad, Steve, stayed a very active part of her life. Good job, Stevie. Exactly.
0: Stevie.
1: <laughs> Good job, Stevie. Um, Steve stayed in Louisiana um, after their divorce, but her mom moved her to Georgia. So her and mom came to Georgia. Right. Steve stayed in Louisiana. Um, Steve and Abby were, like, close. They were tight. Um So, this is strange to me. This is a very odd part of this. I don't know why this is. I guess it kind of makes sense later. But Abby's mom has said, like, nothing publicly about this case. Mm -hmm. Um, Her dad, however, has been extremely vocal about it. Yeah. Which I find weird because, like, she lived with her mom. This story I'm about to tell took place in her mother's house.
2: Well, uh, probably because her mom guilty
1: i don't well i'll explain kind of the relationship okay these relationships and it i guess it makes sense but just as her mother it seems like she would say something well yeah that's like her kid yeah right yeah yeah, And dad you know lives in another state and is just very very you know constantly you know vocal about it so um Steve says that he would ta- text his daughter A- A- L- 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 <laughs> that he would text his daughter Abby every single morning, Aww. just telling her good morning, telling her that he was proud of her, and telling her that he loved her.
2: That's sweet. My dad will randomly text me and be like, "Hey, beautiful, how are you?" Yeah. Or, "How's Titus today?" That's or so sweet. he'll just be like, "I love you," and I'll just be like, "I love you too, Dad." I think that's fantastic
1: and especially yeah. for a dad that lives in another state just he said every morning he texted her see you know? that's
2: so sweet that's so sweet and dads like that are so hard to come by yeah like truly. I remember being a teenager and I don't know why but whenever my dad would be like my dad always does this thing where he'll be like you know what I love you Aww. or he'll be like you know what you're beautiful Mm. and it used to embarrass me so badly right
1: when you're a teenager it's like stop
2: Well, until like one time my dad said that to me and then my friend and I went into my room and I was still annoyed about it but I mean I wasn't being vocal about it I was just privately embarrassed and annoyed by it and my friend said to me I wish my dad would say things like that to me. My dad has never told me that I'm beautiful. My dad hardly told me he loves me. My dad never hugs me. My dad would always hug me and give me like a kiss on the head or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they were like, my dad never does that for me. And I wish that he did. And so after that day, I looked at it differently. Yeah, I started really appreciating it and, you know, realizing like, wow, I do have a really good father. And
1: that's huge, you know, for a female. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah oh that's so sweet um so abby was a beautiful blonde 17 year old um spunky outgoing she was a super popular senior at Alatoona high school Alatoona. Alatoona. i like that i've um, heard of that yeah that's actually um we went to Alatoona lake that may be where you've heard of it with uh, James and Mom when James had his boat. Oh, I didn't it go. It is gorgeous yeah. out there. The water's like crystal clear. Is it? Yeah. Why didn't I beautiful. go? I don't know why you didn't go. We were jumping off the boat. Like, oh it was God, so I much fun. Every, probably goes with Titus. Probably. I think it was, like, 4th of July a couple of years ago. But wow. Just gorgeous, gorgeous lake. All the fun. I want to <laughs> go to
2: a lake like that. Let's yeah, take your boat to that lake. I'm
1: totally down. Let's do it. Okay. Um, it's not far, either.
2: Yeah, you guys heard that right.
1: Brooke has a boat. <laughs> it's a freaking inflatable <laughs> boat, y'all. It's a boat though. Oh, my God. You're acting like I have a yacht.
2: Okay. Like, okay. <laughs> how many of our listeners have a inflatable boat? Okay.
1: I don't. Oh, it is literally like a $120 inflatable boat.
2: Okay, but how many people can fit on it? Five. Okay, that's five more that can fit on my boat. Oh my gosh. Brooke has a boat, you guys. Brooke has everything. Oh my God, stop. She has a podcast equipment at her house. A what? Podcast equipment.
1: Oh, (laughs) it's ours. Okay, so she played softball. Um friends of abby's say that you would never meet a nicer more encouraging person and that she was truly just loved by everyone and that she loved everyone Aww. she was just a good good girl sounds
2: like a star
1: yes um she was an athlete at heart and a huge fan of lsu and the saints um she worked at a pizza joint called peace love and pizza
2: oh i've heard of that too i haven't but it sounds yum I guess it makes sense because it's in Georgia. Ackworth is
1: not that far, right? I don't, I'm not exactly sure. I want to say it's like north of Atlanta. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So um, Abby planned on attending college at Georgia Southern and planned to become an oncology nurse.
2: She had a passion. Wait, what's oncology?
1: Cancer. Cancer. Okay. Mm -hmm. She had a passion for helping others and just loved life. Right. She was just just a ray of sunshine. On the early Saturday morning of November 14th, 2015, tragedy struck. Oh, no. Abby had been hanging out with her cousin by marriage and close friend, Olivia Smith. Um, Abby's mother married Olivia's uncle when the girls were little. Oh, okay. okay. So here's your relation, okay? (laughs) Okay. So Abby's mother married Olivia's uncle. Okay. Okay. So these girls are like step cousins or cousins by marriage. Gotcha. Um, but the girls just had a tight bond ever since they were little. Friends. Yeah, like BFFs from the start. So, um, so apparently they had been to a high school football game and a party the night before this kind of story begins mm-hmm. and olivia had spent the night with abby right um, at her mother's house okay um abby and olivia went to chick-fil-a for breakfast early that morning and when they arrived home they smoked suspected marijuana on the back porch together okay okay and we're kind of quoting suspected marijuana so these are like 17 and 8 year 18 year old girls you know just smoking mm-hmm. some weed whatever like why like did they
2: think that it's um, suspected. Well, well uh-huh.
1: that's, it's been said that they smoked marijuana, but as we get further in the story, um, I'll kind of explain, like, why maybe it wasn't. Maybe okay. it was a synthetic. Maybe it was laced. Shit's okay. about to get really okay. crazy. Oh, God. So. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So they came inside after smoking and started eating, mm-hmm. and they started to have an argument, which turned into screaming, and then it became physical. Oh, God so olivia the 18 year old grabs a knife out of the butcher block in the kitchen and stabs abby oh my god okay
2: so you may get to this later on and if you do mm-hmm. you can just wait to tell me but th- did they have a relationship like this like where th- did they have I, a strained relationship I,
1: okay so from everything i've gathered these girls were super close they were best friends they did everything together mm-hmm. um i have not found anything about them having like a you know tumultuous like physical fight you know right. nothing like that so it just seems like this is kind of like out of the blue they that's just, yeah either that or just pent-up aggression right yeah. right okay so she grabs the knife stabs abby Abby runs for her life out the front door.
2: Oh, so she survived that?
1: Yeah. Okay. So she stabs her, I guess, once in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And Abby runs out the front door and Olivia follows behind her. Oh, my God abby falls between her house and a neighbor's and olivia mounts her and brutally stabs her at least 10 times it's been stated probably 10 to 20 times
2: i'm not a i've never stabbed somebody but i feel like if (sighs) i was angry enough to stab somebody after the first stab i i would have definitely stopped and been like holy shit what am i doing yeah
1: so stabs her at least 10 times several times even in the face Okay, okay that's anger right there.
2: absolutely that is pure anger to stab somebody in uh, that you <laughs> love that you are
1: so yeah. close to in the face i feel like it's st- like me and you getting in an argument and i chase you outside and stab, <laughs> stab you in, in the, the face. face like are you kidding me <laughs> i can't even wrap my head around no that. At, like a
2: face is so there's hardly personal any fat there too also i feel yeah. like stabbing somebody in the face would be a very weird sensation you well, know what i mean
1: that and i feel like it's it's very personal
2: oh def definitely I mean, very how personal in the world Ugh. Like a face is what you identify somebody with, mm-hmm. and you're stabbing that.
1: Oof, oh yeah. Oh, gives me chills. Oh, me too. So this all happens on the front lawn. Um, Olivia then approaches a neighbor who was out walking, who witnessed this entire thing. Okay. Right. This neighbor saw her mounting her and stabbing her. Okay. And Olivia says something happened, and that God made me do it. What? So the neighbor calls the police. Yeah,
2: good neighbor. Uh, yeah, if I'm that neighbor,
1: I'm probably running, first of all. Like, oh, this crazy yeah. bitch is out here, like, killing somebody. I,
2: if the moment I saw somebody stabbing somebody in the face, yeah, my ass would be gone. And I
1: don't really know, like, what the distance was. I mean, she may have been kind of, or he, she, he or she may have been kind of far back and just saw, like, there's something bad happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? I so.
2: guess you're not expecting to see somebody being
1: stabbed in the face when you right. go outside, yeah. So um, neighbor calls the police. Police arrive on the scene around 8.50 a.m. So this is like early morning. Right. Kind of sounds like they were like up all night partying kind of thing. Went to Chick-fil-A. You know what I mean? Do you know how much time was in between the police getting there and being called? When this started, I'm not exactly sure.
2: Okay.
1: Um, But the police found signs of a struggle, including two broken chairs, broken glass and holes in the wall
2: jesus it sounds
1: like they were kind of like tumbling around really going at it yeah yeah before this happened and my thing is too where is this mother i mean these girls are definitely old enough to be home alone don't get me wrong but like where's mom did she work i don't i mean possibly there's nothing about this mother that's what bugs me zero
2: information nothing that's suspicious
1: besides the fact that she was married to olivia's uncle yeah i feel like
2: when somebody says god told me to or somebody told me to i feel like there has to be a third party involved or like a mental illness yes so
1: so the trail of blood indicated that the stabbing started in the kitchen and abby abby's body is found lying in the front yard Olivia is arrested and admits to the police that she stabbed Abby, stating that, quote, God told her to kill Abby, along with other bizarre things, and that she could hear God and Satan talking to her. Jesus. She also admitted to smoking what they suspected was marijuana, but said that she had a reaction to it. No motive could be determined.
2: Yeah, doesn't um, seem like one.
1: Olivia's lawyer did state that he believed it had been spiked. Um, I know that they did a blood test on Olivia, but I couldn't find anything about any results. Like the information, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, my thoughts are I've heard like the synth- synthetic stuff can like make you act crazy. Mm-hmm. I think it had to be something like that. Like, marijuana is not going to make you kill your best friend.
2: But, I mean, did she keep that up for the whole trial? okay yeah as far as i know then i feel like it wouldn't be that i feel like by the time she kind of came to she'd be like oh my god i killed my best friend
1: slash step cousin so during the first two years that olivia was in custody she met with a psychiatrist 15 times and no evidence of a mental health issue was found the DA's office states that her delusional and psychotic state was drug-induced. But, I mean, I mean, I guess it
2: could be because they're technically, were they 17, you said? Um, Abby was 17, Olivia was 18. Okay, so then she was an adult, mm-hmm. which means I feel as though if, if they did find something in her, like, toxicology report or whatever... Mm-hmm they would make that
1: public right you know what i mean to kind of make her sound better or whatever Yeah, like
2: the her defense would would say yeah this was in her system and this is why she did it so Mm -hmm. if if they didn't use that then to me that seems like it wasn't drug-induced right because you know weed doesn't make you do that exactly right exactly
1: Um, So, Abby's father, Steve, who has been extremely vocal since the start of his daughter's murder, claims that Olivia was jealous and obsessed with Abby and that she went to great lengths to look like Abby and even colored her hair the exact shade of blonde that Abby's was. Um, He says that Olivia's Facebook page was full of pictures of Abby and pictures of her and Abby and that the whole page was just Abby, 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 Abby. So... But if they were best friends, like, that's kind of understandable, you know? I mean, when I was
2: a teenager, my Facebook was me and, like, my friend... Specifically, like, my best friend, the
1: person I always hung out with. It was
2: always just pictures of us or whatever.
1: Yeah, and we will be posting pictures of the girls also for you guys to see. I'm curious
2: to know what they look like.
1: And you know what's awful? They are both beautiful girls. Yeah. And you can tell, like... Well off, Mm -hmm. just like that blonde, like preppy, right? You know, yeah. You just you can just tell, right? And Ackworth, I'm pretty sure is like a pretty nice area. so So, um, so where was I? Um, so just a few days before the murder, Olivia tweeted that she loved Abby. To which Abby replied, "Love you more than life."
2: That's
1: so sad. Yeah. Um, the family wonders how this supposed love that Olivia had suddenly turned into such hatred. Sounds like jealousy. Jealousy or, like, psychosis. I don't know. Um, Abby's paternal grandmother, who is Steve's grandmother, or Steve's mother, um, said it's important to remember that Abby didn't pass away. She was brutally murdered by Olivia Smith. Yeah. Yeah. She goes on to say, when you attack someone and you go for their face, you're trying to destroy their beauty. Oh, yeah. But she could never do that because Abby was beautiful on the inside and out. That side of the family agrees that Olivia went into a jealous rage.
2: Oh, it seems like it. It's like she she felt like she couldn't be Abby. Mm -hmm. So she...
1: I wonder, like... Maybe if it was like involving a guy. Yeah. Maybe like this boy liked Abby, but Olivia liked him. Like who knows?
2: And I really wish I could know the conversation leading up to yeah. that. Yeah.
1: I mean it had to be
2: bad. Oh, I mean, maybe not even like the conversation may not have even been bad to a third party. Yeah. It could have just been Olivia being a psycho bitch and yeah. just going off on a rampage. It's
1: insane, man. Um, so, Olivia Smith was charged with felony murder, malice murder, aggravated assault, and possession of a knife during the commission of a crime. As a part of a plea deal to voluntary manslaughter, prosecutors asked the court to impose the maximum sentence of 20 years.
2: Only 20 years? 20 years. She would literally be like 38 when you out. I mean, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, oh. I don't feel like that's enough. No. I mean, Abby is gone Forever. Forever. So, um, Olivia broke down in tears as she pleaded guilty to voluntary manslaughter. Oh, shut up. Literally, you got off so easy. So
2: fucking, like, she still has the rest of her life ahead of her after prison. Exactly. Exactly. What does Abby have? Nothing. Uh, she's six feet under. Exactly. Or in a, what are those things called? you put ashes
1: in. Oh, uh, the- an urn, urn. I almost said well, a bolt a bolt <laughs> so um, Olivia broke down into tears oh as she, yeah got that part um, she then cried again as prosecutor Jesse Evans recounted the events of the day she she killed Aver
2: I mean at least she showed
1: remorse I guess yeah. at least there's that yeah So, Evans said there are no winners. There's only losers here, and there's none greater than Abby and her family.
2: Yeah.
1: During his victim impact statement, Abby's father, Steve, spoke directly to Olivia and her family in court, calling their actions appalling. Olivia broke down once again, and the judge had to stop Steve and ask him to address the court and not individuals. Why, though? I guess he's like you killed my daughter you know what oh, i mean so you need he, to pay for this she did though and they're not allowed to do that i feel like you are allowed to do that though i i would think so but maybe for whatever reason the judge was like yo calm Feeling down sorry for young girl if you
2: can murder somebody in cold blood especially the way that she did you mm-hmm. deserve everything that
1: family has absolutely. to say to you absolutely absolutely 100 percent So Steve goes on to say, none of us will ever be the same. It's not a grief that we live with on November 14th. It's a daily grief, and we live with it every second of every day. Olivia's sister, she had a a younger sister, Hannah Smith, also gave a witness impact statement. This is, in my opinion, a bit ridiculous. Like, I understand it's your sister. You Mm -hmm. love your sister, of course, you know. But she says, I stand before you today to speak on behalf of my sister's character. My sister is not a monster. Olivia loved Abby. She would do anything for her. Olivia and Abby were best friends.
2: Except let her live.
1: They were family. Hannah says that drugs were to blame for what happened that day and says Abby would not want Olivia to be confined to a cell for the rest of her life. I think she would, actually. Yeah. I yeah. think she would. I do, too. If I was murdered by my best friend, I would hope she spent the rest of her yes. life in prison. And sit there and think about it every single yeah, day. Yeah, and feel the insane amount of guilt she probably feels. Mm-hmm. So, Sister goes on to say, she would understand that drugs took over Olivia. Drugs have destroyed our family and our lives forever. Okay, but Olivia
2: destroyed Abby's life permanently, her dad's life permanently, her mom's life permanently. Her own life permanently. Literally everyone involved
1: or related to the involvement Mm -hmm. permanently destroyed. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, after hearing these statements, the judge actually choked up as she sentenced Smith to 20 years in prison. What the fuck? This judge sucks. I'm sure it was emotional, you know what I mean, just all the way around. But like, but I, I I like wouldn't feel any bit of compassion for oh this no. cold-blooded murderer. Oh no, no, no! Oh, check this out. So I, when I was doing my research, this is not in my notes. It's just something I want to throw in there. Uh-huh. Um, I found online a where Olivia was on or is on a pen pal site. Jesus Christ, let's Yeah, all so she's her? got this, What's like, sexy pal? picture, like, oh sitting in her jail God. cell, and it's like, I want to meet friends, like, let's, like, you, know. you
2: don't fucking deserve friends, Olivia. <laughs> I mean,
1: I'll be your pin pal, and I'll fucking tell you that. <laughs> you don't deserve a goddamn friend. Yeah, so it's, like, got her, like, you know, address on there, you know, saying where to write her. Why do they allow prisoners, like, to have that? Probably just so they don't go
2: insane
1: for I mean, not having
2: social interaction. But I but. feel
1: like you should earn it. You know what I mean? You shouldn't just go into prison being a murderer and automatically get those kind of privileges.
2: Let's change the prison system. And instead of being a model prisoner, you get out early, you get a fucking pen pal. How about that?
1: (laughs) (sighs) So... Yeah, I just thought that was ridiculous when I saw it. I'm like, really? Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, and she, like, was saying all these nice things about herself and how she loved going to the beach with her family and all this. Nobody cares. Like, Nobody
2: fucking cares. I
1: hope whoever these people are wanting to write, you know, inmates and be their pen pals are, like, researching them before they, you know.
2: Yeah, like, did you ever watch, um... Oh, God, what was it called? The making a murderer
1: on no! No, but I remember you and mom talking about it.
2: Yeah, so I know he's had a lot of girlfriends from having pen pals, mm-hmm. but in Stephen Avery's case... You know, most people think he's innocent. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. To me. I mean, not right. them becoming his girlfriend. I think that's super fucking weird. Yeah. But him having pen pals in general, I feel like that makes sense. But if you know for a fact that somebody, it, and they admitted to it too, like mm-hmm. Stephen Avery never admitted to it. Yeah. But if you admit to it and you plead guilty, mm-hmm. you do not, you don't fucking be their pen pal. Don't do it. Right. Unless Ugh. you're going to send the mean fucking shit. <laughs> don't do it.
1: I wonder if, like, that kind of mail is, like, read before they get it.
2: All mail is read. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Just in case there's a prison break scheme in there.
1: (laughs) All right. So, like I said, the judge chokes up as she sentenced Olivia to 20 years in prison and goes on to say there are two lives that are destroyed. Abby will never be back, and you, Miss Smith, have to live with that. I do hope that you think about this every day for the rest of your life." The judge said that Olivia would get credit for time served. She then addressed Abby's family and friends who believed the sentence should have been longer. "'Nothing can replace Miss Hebert, but that is the maximum I can do under the law,' she said. She also had a message for Olivia's family. For those of you who think Miss Smith needs a lesser sentence. She made a choice and engaged in it and this was the result.
2: Okay, so the judge isn't as bad as I thought. I thought that when she was choking up, she was sad that she was sending
1: Olivia to prison. I think it was just more of, like, the, the situation. emotions yeah. of the whole thing.
2: Like, it's tragic, dude. It's okay. fucking tragic. I retract my statement about you, judge,
1: <laughs> if you're listening. So, yeah, she wasn't She wasn't a bad judge. But I personally, I mean, I guess if that was all she could do, it was 20 years maximum. You I think know. she did pretty good pretty damn good yeah but yeah. i still think chick needs to be in there a lot longer for
2: life there
1: you go i, I agree so yeah that was just one of those stories that you, you had never heard of it no, no. never yeah. yeah it's one of those i saw a few years ago and just always kind of stuck with when did me. this take place 2015 yeah 2015 so i was in
2: like ninth or tenth grade oh no five years ago i was graduating what year did you graduate 2014 oh you're silly Uh. um that's scary because that happened in our own backyard pretty much yeah yeah or i guess technically we'd be like the backyard of eckworth but
1: right can you imagine like oh oh it's just heartbreaking
2: yeah it is really sad
1: Poor Abby. That is the story of Abby K. A Bear. A Bear. Rest in peace, Abby. Yes, I hope
2: the family is healing well. Ugh. And, um, you know, Olivia's rotting away and not getting any pen pals.
1: (laughs) I, I really hope she has zero. Yeah. I hope nobody has written her. Ugh. So that is it for tonight's episode, guys. So we had a hatchet-wielding
2: hitchhiker mm-hmm. and then a crazy fucking...
1: Butcher-knife-wielding
2: 18-year-old psycho. <laughs> well, what a mashup. Yeah. One for the ages, I guess. <laughs> so um, we just had... A giveaway right yeah a a contest and uh we so what we did was if you didn't see it which a lot of people didn't see it because when we did the live video announcing the contest winner Mm -hmm. there was a lot of people saying that they had no idea we were doing a
1: contest (laughs) so i guess that's our bad for not really promoting it very well we did post it twice yeah and it was only like what 48 hours that it was even i don't remember it was a few days yeah. yeah um but
2: then we did have 41 entries mm-hmm. and our winner was Bree. so congratulations to you Bree! congratulations for oh yeah also uh if you haven't seen this too because was a lot of people who were like what you have merch mm-hmm. we do have a um a shirt on storefront here uh, we're not going to be using this website for forever but just for right now I am going to go ahead and plug in the URL for you guys to go and look at that. We only have one design currently, but we are working on (laughs) getting more.
1: The one design is pretty awesome though. Um, Alyssa made it and it's, it's, it's a grim reaper and it's, got the word snatched on,
2: on the it scythe if you guys have not listened to our listener juice episode do that because that's where the reference comes from mm-hmm. from one it's of kind the of stories a little play on one of the yeah stories. <laughs> it was a great story <laughs> so the url is uh dot um backslash don't drink the jones juice mm-hmm. so please go on there and if you
1: want to buy one of our shirts they're reasonably priced too um but
2: i think so
1: keep in mind right now with the whole corona thing going on um they do take a long time to ship yes
2: i read on there i think they're like half staffed Mm -hmm. so it will take a minute for you to
1: get it but you will get it for sure I've ordered from there in the last couple of months just one of my brother's t-shirts he has on there because he's a wrestler, and I think it took about three weeks to get to me. Yeah,
2: so. I ordered uh, one of his sweatshirts and one of his shirts, and it took about probably three weeks for me to get that, too.
1: But be patient. It'll come. Yeah. It's and a- thank you to everyone that has purchased already.
2: Yes, we did have a few people purchase a shirt, yes. and we are forever eternally grateful for we that. We love you. Yes. Um... You can also uh, find us on Facebook and our private Facebook Facebook group, which a a few people have asked why it is private, Um, Mm -hmm. and we just wanted to make it private so that um, there are a lot of people in this world who are kind of closeted about liking true crime, so we just don't want other people
1: to outsiders to be button their noses into stuff that...
2: right if you don't want them to be and we can kind of filter it too yes. you know what I mean yeah so, so. that is uh, for god's sake don't drink the jones juice and you can also invite your
1: friends yes please invite your friends mm-hmm. yes. yeah and anybody that you think would be interested in you know our stories we'd love to have them join us yes yeah.
2: um, and our instagram is don't drink the jones juice all just one word, no underscores or anything. Mm-hmm. And like we've said before, we will be getting a website whenever we figure out how to mm-hmm. how to do that. So if you know how to do that,
1: also let us
2: know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, um, our listener juice episodes. We are still looking for more stories, more of your paranormal or um, true crime stories things that have happened to you personally or family members. Mm-hmm. Um, we, once a month, will be doing a special Listener Juice episode, which, like I said, is just your stories that you want read on air. So shoot us emails for that.
2: Yes, at don't drink the Jones juice at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can also email us story recommendations.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um Uh, No, uh, I think two people have already sent us a recommendation. Perfect. Yes. Oh, and when you send us a listener juice episode, uh, put in the subject listener juice first and then whatever you want the subject of your email to be. That way we can better filter through everything because we get emails from recommendations and uh, emails from our store frontier account and Mm -hmm. from everything that we have connected to that so Mm -hmm. it's just easier to uh you know cycle through them or whatever
1: yeah well (laughs) i guess that's it for this episode thanks for listening to episode five guys yes thank you
2: so much please let us know what you think about it in our on our instagram or uh yeah also so we have like like sixty members mm-hmm. in our facebook group um if you guys are listening and you haven't already joined our instagram i know we just plugged it but please go and do that because that's where we're mostly going to be posting about the content of our episodes mm-hmm. it's important to follow the instagram too because we only have
1: like hundred and something.
2: Yeah, I think like 150 followers on there. So the other like 450 of you guys need to go, <laughs> or I guess yeah, no 500. Yeah. Yeah, the rest of you 500 need to go follow that.
1: <laughs> that way you can kind of get like a backstory of like, you know.
2: It's definitely more detailed. We kind of just give a a rough view of what what's going to be on our Facebook. As far as
1: yeah our facebook we kind of just post the pictures and like who it is
2: yeah and memes (laughs) yeah memes (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right well for god's sake don't drink the jones juice